The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck. Like a rugged half-ton Tundra, workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design. The Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power in captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. And when you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, Tend is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hellotend.com slash sale. And book your free consult today. Just four or five touchdowns during the regular season. We all thought Travis Kelsey might be falling off, but he has shown up big in the playoffs for the Chiefs. Does that affect how we bet him in the Super Bowl? We get into that in just a moment. Later in the show, Brad Spielberger of Pro Football Focus for his weekly visit. In fact, one hour from now, we'll talk to Reed Wallach about college hoops later as well. And our NFL year in review continues with teams that are out of it, obviously. The NFC North uh, later today in the third and final hour. And uh, Pebble Beach right around the corner. So we'll talk a little golf, a few golf bets thrown in in the final hour as well. And we focus on rushing props for Super Bowl 58 a little bit later alongside Aaron Hawksworth and Joe Ostrowski. I'm Chris Mack. This is BetQL Daily, live coast-to-coast on the BetQL Network. You can watch us on YouTube and on Twitch, twitch.tv slash BetQL. Every week we like to power rank things because power ranking things is fun because if you can't power rank things, how do you know what's best and what's worst? So there you go. That's how we power rank and why we power rank. And today, with so many ways, it can feel overwhelming to be quite honest, especially if this is like one of the two or three times a year you really get into sports betting, right? A a lot of casual bettors come around this time of year. It's like, oh, there's so much to bet on. I've got anthems. I've got Gatorade. I've got rushing props. I've got touchdown scores. We decided we would help a little bit. So we're going to power rank our favorite Super Bowl bets on the field and off. Joe? I'll let you lead us off. Give me your five favorite Super Bowl bets right now, 11 days away from the game. I'll tell you, this exercise got me hyped for the game. Like you mentioned, still 11 days out, but my approach was a lot of the bets that I end up spending way too much time handicapping. But for some reason, I have a wager on them every single year, and I will have wagers on all of these uh, this year. We'll start at number five. One of my favorite Super Bowl prop bets every year is the first song of the halftime show. That's number five. Now, you know, I was looking at last year's list. You realize Rihanna did 15 songs? 15. 15? I was like, cool. Wow. Yeah, they don't do full songs, but yeah, right. she did at some point um, 
15 different songs last year. Uh, What's My Name was the first one. A couple years ago, Dre and Snoop, the next episode was the first one. So I love breaking down what could possibly be the first song, you know, uh, was that four years ago? Paul Aspen, very excited. Shakira, Shakira. I, I like to pretend a few years ago that the weekend never happened when nobody was there. Like that was just, I just try to forget about that, that entire thing. But yeah, we'll be breaking down Usher and what he's going to do with the first song of the halftime show. Number four on my list, favorite prop bets for the Super Bowl, shortest touchdown. The number is always set at one and a half, and people are very scared to go under. I love to bet under one and a half. It could be a a sneak. Uh, We'll talk about the rushing props later. I think there's some opportunity uh, on a lot of these running backs or just rushes in general. Maybe it's a Debo, but under one and a half for shortest touchdown. Love playing that. Number three, every year I got to play in the MVP. Might have a couple plays. I'll be betting uh, the MVP. My favorite one to get home was Von Miller. And and even though he was talked about a lot that year, like I remember the day of the game, you can get him at 12 to 14 to one range. Uh, so maybe something happens outside the box there. MVP, we'll be talking about that a ton over the next 11 days. Uh, number two on my list is the opening kickoff. Will it be a touchback? Yes or no? Now, it's lost a lot of value in recent years. I mean, you can go back not that long ago, and you could find it at better than two to one. But uh, Pat McAfee famously said that it's like kicking a brick, and I always bet the no on this. Now, recently, maybe that's turned a little bit. Maybe we'll find some value. But it's always plus money on the no because people are like, oh, of course it's going to be a touchback to start the game. But uh, that's one of my favorites. And number one, quickly mentioned this yesterday, the national anthem. Do we go over? Do we go under? Uh, it's not like the shortest touchdown where I always go under. Like sometimes it's over, sometimes it's under. We'll see where the information leads us. We'll see where the uh, handicapping leads us. But uh, we'll be doing this this breakdown. My most memorable anthem would be just a few years ago because I was sharing on Twitter at the time some of the prop bets on Demi Lovato, who was singing it that year. And let me tell you, I didn't know that there were corners that – that are obsessed with Demi Lovato of this world. I was dragged for about a month. Like they wouldn't, these people would in my mentions for a month because I had tweeted out that you could bet on over under um, the next time, the number of days between the next time that Demi Lovato goes into rehab and boy, her people (laughs) were dragging me. I was just like, I'm putting facts out people. Um, so those are my, my top five. Number one, Anthem. Number two, kickoff. Uh, opening kickoff will be a touchback. Number three, MVP. Number four, shortest touchdown over under one and a half yards. And number five, the first song of the halftime show. All right. I like this. Um, I may have gotten far too specific in mind now that I think about it, but I like the way you're going, Joe, where, Tay, these are the markets to keep an eye on. So, Aaron, what do you got? First, a Demi Lovato story. When she was in the news a lot, people started telling me I looked like her. Even at the airport, I got stopped. I don't really see it, but I guess when someone's in the news a lot and, like, recognizable, that was a thing. Yeah, no no longer a thing. um, But, yeah, I wasn't sure if I liked that or not. Really? Have you ever been told you you look like someone... No, but I was just kind of like, okay, you know, I mean, she's cute, and but, you know, the pictures, rehab stuff, not... all the, 
I don't yeah. know. I'm like, also, I, mean, I was like, am I fat? Like, I don't know how to take that. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. The, the, the Demi Lovato you, slander happening here I just, this morning. Be honest. Yeah. She denied she it. I asked you, is she ugly? No, she's not ugly. But I'm thinking, am I fat? <laughs> Gee. Man. Oh, Emmy yeah. Lovato fans, you thought your Instagram was bad with Ravens fans last week, Aaron. Yeah. Here come the Demi Lovato let's not, fans now. Let's not post no. that um, clip Dude, on social media today. I don't, I don't really want to rel- relive any hatred. I had enough last week. Um, so I hand up, think I may have missed the assignment here. I actually picked like prop bets, like numbers and things that you can Maybe I did. Maybe I'm the one. No, yours is way more fun. Yeah. Oh, mine was way more serious. And I guess also my process was that with this was maybe when I take a dive into these prop bets, I looked at player props. I'll come closer to a side here because I'm still really torn, even though I bet uh, Chiefs money line. I'm I'm really torn on how this goes, but let's start. So Chris Mack, he kind of alluded to it. Big time players show up in big time games. In his last game of the regular season, this man had about 16 yards. Then you tell Mr. Kelsey it's playoff time and he's been going over this prop Every week, Travis Kelsey over 70 and a half receiving yards. It's minus 110. I mean, he went off last week. I think he can do it again. I know the Niners defense is really good, but still, it's Travis Kelsey. He's going to find a way to go over 70 and a half. And number four, we're going to get into rushing props, but I had to get this one in. Isaiah Pacheco, 16 and a half rush attempts over uh, minus 119 was the best number, uh, but this will probably go up. Chiefs ranked 17th in yards allowed. That was in the regular season, but we were talking about it last week in that matchup. Like, you could run on this um, team, on this Niners team, rather. So I think that is a way to, you know, approach this in the run game with some Isaiah Pacheco uh, rush attempts there. Pat Mahomes, over 36 and a half pass attempts. Quarterback pass attempts is one of my favorite. 39 last week, 41 against the Dolphins. He did not go over this against the Bills. Uh, so that does concern me a little bit. But if the if they are down, he's going to have to start passing. You know, that's what he does. So if that's the way things go, uh, over 36 and a half. That's minus 115. CMC, over 89 and a half rush yards. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports 
Center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Come on, he's CMC, right? I mean, I already bet two-plus touchdowns. Um, that was something I bet right away. If you think this is going to be a CMC game, definitely take my chances, especially, you know, if they are up and rely on the run and try to wear down the defense, I could see it going that way. So kind of like a little insurance policy with that. And then Brock Purdy, pass attempt. So I was on this last week. It did go over. I put it number one because plus 102 not quite a plus money banger (laughs) but it was the only one that is plus money that made this list uh 30 and a half was his prop last week against the ravens uh now it's 31 and a half so i think mr relevant may have no choice but to get over that in the super bowl chris yeah, I, I the CMC and Pacheco stuff I really like, and we'll obviously, like you said, dig into it a little bit more when we go rushing prop specific at the top of the hour. So I, much like you, Aaron, took the assignment much too seriously and much too literally. Um, Joe clearly had more fun with this than we did, but I have a little mix here of both. I'm going to start. I'm bummed. I was way too <laughs> serious. Sorry. I- I, t- I try not to be boring, but I was in this. Assignment. No, 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 no. That's okay. not you. Yeah, we, we've all got early. We've all got early leans on this thing, and I'll start at number five because I agree. I think it's going to be a Christian McCaffrey game. So McCaffrey touchdowns is one that I'm definitely looking at. Now, there's two different ways to play it. Like you did, Aaron. You can be all over multiple touchdowns because that's going to get you the mon- uh, the better return. You can also, and I thought about this this morning as I was looking at it with. A McCaffrey touchdown, anytime touchdown being like minus 210 most places, that's like, I don't want to say a lock parlay leg, but if I'm looking to put together a few minus parlay legs and get myself some decent money out of it, I'm going to throw a McCaffrey touchdown in there because I feel about as good as that of of that happening as anything else in this game uh, in Super Bowl 58. So give me the McCaffrey touchdown market. That's definitely one I'm going to keep an eye on. Number four, we talked about it at length yesterday, the length of the national anthem. It's still right around 86 and a half seconds. I just can't see an anthem singer in this day and age. The entire world is watching you. You're going to hurry up? Hell no, I'm not hurrying up. I'm Reba McIntyre. This is my (laughs) stage right now. Y'all are going to appreciate me. I'm going to drag out the rocket's red glare and the bombs bursting in air. And it's going to take a while, y'all. So I am leaning heavily on over on Anthem Time right now. But that's one I'm keeping an eye on. And if you take over, like we talked about yesterday, it is like a minus 140, minus 150. So maybe there's another parlay leg, right? Maybe you include that with your McCaffrey touchdown to get some plus money, two things that you're really counting on happening. And who knows? Maybe you're cashing that out by the end of the first quarter, hopefully. Number three, Mm -hmm. you mentioned Travis Kelsey. We've already talked about him. We heard the clip at the top of the segment. Kelsey receptions 
I don't know if I like yards as much. Uh, I don't know if I like a Kelsey mm. touchdown as much. I do think, especially if, like you said, Mahomes is over on attempts, Aaron, like Kelsey's going to get pumped the football in this game. He is the most reliable yeah. target on that side of the ball for the Chiefs. And I think whether it's in an attempt to come back, which I think may be the case at some point in the second half, I do think there will be a lot of back and forth in this game. Low scoring back and forth, but back and forth. Or maybe an attempt to close the game out. Who else are you going to rely on uh, to catch the ball underneath for you? He did it, like you said, against the Ravens. I think he can do it. Granted, great linebacking core for the Niners. I think he can do it against their linebacking core. And remember, Jair Brown at strong safety, the bulk of the second half of the season, instead of Taloa Hafanga, who's out for the year. Um, number two that I really like, any scoring drive. I really like this. Any scoring drive to take less time than the anthem? No. That is a big no for me. It's plus 200 right now on the no. I think this is one of those games where if you're of a certain generation, um, you remember getting up the morning of the Super Bowl and ESPN would do the NFL films version of every Super Bowl. It was a marathon all day, all weekend. Now it takes. Um, and you would always watch Super Bowl three and it would be the Vikings and the Chiefs and Hank Stram would be standing on the sideline for the Chiefs talking about matriculating the ball down the field. I think we're going to get long drives put together in this game. Both teams have strong running backs. They're, they've got the ability to piece things together. Eight, nine, ten or more play drives will happen. I do think it's still going to be low scoring, but I think we're going to have long drives. I don't know if we get many big plays in this game. And finally, the one guy I do think will hit on a big play if we get one, the guy who had the butterfly la- or the ladybug land on, on his shoe in the NFC Championship game. Give me Brandon Ayuk for his long reception, which right now is at 24 and a half, and he's hit that in half his games this year. All right, so some of us missed the assignment, but I think we had fun with it anyway. (laughs) Coming up next, we go off the board alongside Joe Ostrowski and Aaron Hawksworth. I'm Chris Mack. You're locked into BetQL Daily.